Welcome to the Campus Fellowship Podcast. This is a podcast interview where we seek to highlight for you a student testimony that we think will be a blessing and an encouragement to your life. My name is Jacob Bennett. I serve as the Executive Director of Campus Fellowship, which exists to equip local churches to implement and sustain dynamic and disciple-making college ministries whose students worship God and change the world. Um, but also with us today is Luke Boyden. Uh, Luke, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes, great to have you. Um, Luke, which campus ministry are you part of? I am a part of Kansas State's chapter of Campus Fellowship. Sweet, K-State, love it. Luke, what was, uh, who were some of the people in your campus group this last year? And maybe it was like, what was something fun you guys did together? Yeah, uh, we at K-State, uh, we're not the, the largest campus fellowship chapter by any means, but we certainly are a close-knit group. Um, some people in our, our group are uh, people like Jesse, who's on staff with us, and we obviously have the whole uh, Walter family, which if you're in Campus Fellowship, you, you know them. The, uh, they're, they're amazing. Uh, people like uh, my roommate, uh, Jordan White, we led a Bible study together. Uh, many, other, many other people, it's, uh, but it's just been a blessing to get to know and, and walk with all those people and uh, meeting new friends and uh, seeing people uh, come to know the Lord and, and joining our group is just really, really great thing and a real blessing that I've been able to see over my last uh, two years in Campus Fellowship. Sweet. And then what was something you guys did this last year that was like maybe a little spontaneous, fun, you know? Well, I would have to say things like spontaneous camping trips, even in the uh, maybe questionable weather uh, is, okay. is some, one thing that is I think pretty trademark of the K-State Campus Fellowship we're very uh, we enjoy doing a lot of stuff outdoors and one of those things is uh, going camping at the lake or uh, you know maybe a, uh, I know another thing in Campus Fellowship is volleyball we love playing volleyball spike ball all those things yeah. uh, are things that we enjoy to do um, but one thing I've, I've found that I think we're is really special about our group is how involved we get with uh, the families in the church that we're connected to. Yeah. And that's something that I just don't see uh, anywhere else except for our group, which is just really cool to be able to meet uh, families that are knowing and walking with the Lord and how they raise their kids. And uh, all of these families, most of them are people who have already graduated and were in uh, college ministry together and just seeing how they progressed from being in college to now having a family and you know still living their lives to the glory of God but just in a different chapter is really cool uh, girls I know have a lot of opportunities to babysit mm-hmm. and they really mm-hmm. enjoy that and uh, the men do things like projects uh, helping I know I helped build a shed which was really cool I learned a lot from that experience Sweet. Um, and yeah just learning a lot of skills and and just seeing how life is done is just been a really cool experience, and uh, it, it's really fun too because uh, they, those families, really enjoy being able to serve the our ministry by just putting on these things and being able to disciple us through them. Yeah, that's really sweet. Um, I got a few quick hitters for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you mentioned spike ball. Um, question though, is it spike ball or round net? Spike ball. Spike ball, okay. For sure. You never call it round net. I've never even heard it called that before. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. Um, another question. Is water wet? Oh, is water wet? That is that is a deep question. 
<laughs> I I would say That's I would very say plenty yeah. of you. I would <laughs> yeah. I would I would say probably yes. If if water's not wet, I don't know. I don't know what is. <laughs> That's very well put. Okay. Um, last question: Is a hot dog a sandwich? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, You're very definitely. I, I will die on that hill. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, good to know. Um, so let's transition. Let's get into the the, the faith story side of, of your life. Um, just tell us, how did you come to know Jesus? Yeah, that is a great story, and I I would say that my coming to know the Lord. Uh, a lot of people have testimonies that are and everyone's testimony is different, and it's all to the glory of God how He saves people in different ways. And uh, mine was very much though not a quick conversion or a, uh, obviously death to life happens in an instant, we know, but uh, it wasn't a spontaneous at a moment. I feel like the Lord has been just been drawing me over a long uh, few years uh, to come to know him. And just, it's been a very, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of growth, but then I look back over the course of time and it's like, wow, the Lord has brought me a really long way. So I would say I, I grew up in a pretty, uh, normal household, uh, n- kind of nominal Christianity wasn't um, a huge deal. Uh, we we knew God and we knew that He was real and that we, you know, He was obviously He's He's the the God of the universe. We knew that we had those facts in our head, but we just really didn't uh, live our lives in the way that showed that. And uh, so I I would say my first real experience was uh, in uh, my high school youth group that I got invited to go to by a few friends and it was kind of just pitched as a uh, come and have fun where we're going to play some games eat some food and hear a short message and I I was I decided that it it might be fun to go and a lot of my friends that in high school uh, had started to go to it and so I went and it was it was a good time and I I remember the the first message that really struck me. It was the first night that I was there, and uh, it was, it, I was like telling this. The, the the message that really struck me was on uh, Ehud, the judge, and how he uh, assassinated uh, one of the I think is uh, one of the kings of one of the nations that Israel was uh, opposed to. And if, if I'm not going to go into detail, but if you know the story, it's kind of a rather uh, interesting account. Yeah, and okay. that for some reason that the the application and the, uh, I guess, just gospel that my youth minister was able to bring out of that really just kind of struck me. And I started going every week, and really the messages were just how to live as a Christian in, in high school, how to, be, how to be, I guess, a grow in your faith even at a young age. And uh, in a high school and in a world that's surrounded by a lot of different distractions, uh, learning how to be a Christian and live in a way that shows that off to the rest of our school was just really something that stuck with me and something that I wanted to grow in. Um, mm-hmm. And then I eventually, I was kind of in this, I, I would say I was probably a Christian, but very just weak, had no idea how to feed myself. I was trying to read my Bible. It wasn't really going I wasn't getting a lot out of it, and uh, I started going to church, which was the first time I'd been to church pretty much in my life, and uh, that's how I started my college career, which is just a very unsure, on the fence, didn't know what he was doing Christian, and that's when I 
got involved in campus fellowship. I was I was walking uh, by the Union and I met uh, John Hastings and he asked me if I would like to read the Bible with him and you know I'd never really done that with anybody before and uh, it was it was a great experience and I just started meeting with him, telling him about my life and got involved with uh, the the people at CF and it you know it's just it's from there it's history it's uh, the Lord's been growing me slowly and mm-hmm. I've uh, being around older and more mature Christians has really just had a, a big impact on me and mm-hmm. seeing, you know, like, oh, I, I really think these people know God. I think that these people uh, have a relationship, like they're walking with God in their daily lives. And that's something that I really wanted to have myself. So mm-hmm. it's been really, been really cool. Yeah, that's really great. I, I think there's probably a lot of, uh, you know, first year students, freshmen, um, you know, on campus who, uh, have grown up in, in a church of some kind. There's maybe been some seed planted where it's like the, the truth of the gospel is in their brains. Um, and, you know, not everyone has a moment of a, um, uh, epiphany where they realize, um, uh, you know what, I'm not a Christian. I need to become a Christian. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe yeah. for some people, they just are in the, in the church a long time. And then they realize, you know what, I wasn't a Christian, but I am now, mm. you know, um, and identifying the exact moment when that, you know, when the switch got flipped, you know, mm. or the, you know, flip got switched, however mm. you want to, you know, yeah. say it, but um, is maybe a little hard. But uh, so maybe what was it like for you? Like, when did you realize, oh, you know what, I'm different now? I think that uh, realization came around when I. Uh, started returning home and trying to hang out with my old friends and do the things that I used to want to do uh, just did not seem appealing anymore. Not that we were doing uh, things that you would necessarily call sin, but just uh, I, I wanted to give my time to other things. And, uh, you know, I I made a priority out of things that I had never really thought about uh, you know, reading my Bible was something that I, I had started seeing as a necessity. It's like, I, I need to do this every day. And uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say that I, like you said, had an epiphany moment, but, you know, neither did, did Peter. You know, he, we don't know exactly when Peter was saved. You know, was it when, when Jesus, uh, when he first met Jesus on the shore? Was it when he confessed him as the Christ? Was it when, uh, you know, after he denied him where he said, Peter, do you love me? Was it when he preached the Holy Spirit rained down? You know, we don't we don't know exactly know, but we do know that, you know, at some point in his ministry, Peter, uh, you know, started trusting in Jesus and, and believed. But yeah, just kind of, I guess, just looking back at where I was and realizing now, and of course, it, none of it was me. It was all the Lord uh, drawing me closer to him and, and rearranging my priorities and the things that I loved. And just seeing that uh, just really opened my eyes to like, oh, no, I, I have been changed. I'm not mm-hmm. the same person that I was. Yeah. And that gets to the heart of how like so much of our behavior, like God is not about wanting to manipulate our behavior. Mm-hmm. That's like not what he wants to do. He wants to change our hearts Absolutely. inwardly. And I think that what you're sharing is just a testimony like to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was I one thing that I think is really cool is I, I think when we become saved, we actually become more of ourselves than we were before we knew mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like we are ourselves, but a better, a better version of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's wonderful. I love how you put that. Um, Luke, what is something maybe this last year 
that you learned about God um, because of being involved in a campus group or you know in your group of students? I would say I learned just that God wants to have a relationship with us and that that's really the most important thing that you can commit your life to is investing and putting time into that relationship. I think before I was saved, I, I knew there was a God, I had the knowledge, but I I guess I didn't understand that he would want to have a relationship with somebody like me. And like I said, I, I was around people in college that I was like, wow, they, they really know God. They seem like they, in their daily life, they are walking with him. And it's something that I wanted and something that as I started reading the word, I started seeing that that's what Christians are called to do is to forsake the things of this world and to turn to God and, uh, you know, call on the name of the Lord. And hmm. it's, uh, I remember the first, the first night of CF that I went to, uh, John Hastings was, uh, saying, if, if you don't, if you, if you're just in this ministry to just keep your faith through college and that's it, and then graduate, then this is not the ministry for you. And I remember thinking, dang it, <laughs> that sounds great to me. Uh, but he, he challenged us, uh, if you want to, to have genuine community and to be, uh, you know, challenged to grow in your holiness uh, by God and by your peers, if you want to really just gain ground for the kingdom and, and serve the Lord, then this is, this is what we exist for. This is why, you know, mm. That's why I would encourage any any Christian uh, that's you know a freshman to to join Campus Fellowship. It's uh, it's just such a unique experience, and it's such a interesting time of life when you know when you're a freshman. And I remember being kind of like on my own for really the first time. I, I didn't even move to K State with any friends that I had known previously. It was all yeah. new, and I really was just able to find genuine community here. And we all serving the same I guess mission and purpose, mm-hmm. and knowing that those relationships were deeper than, you know, what I saw other people committing their lives to mm. when they get to college. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a critical time and uh, really start forming, it started forming who I was as a person. And I think a lot of people share that experience uh, in college. So yeah, it was just really great. And I, I couldn't, uh, I wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah. No, that's really good. Great. I love to hear how like Christian community, um, is more than just a friend group. Mm. It's got to be more than just a friend group. Otherwise, you're losing out on personal sanctification, growth and holiness, becoming more like God. You know, if, if, if our Christian community is just a friend group, um, it seems like a probably a pretty shallow uh, community. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I just know that the reason why we do everything is, is is for Christ. That's you know when you think of campus fellowship, our first our first C is for Christ, and it's like if if Christ isn't who He said He was, then this whole thing that we're doing is is for nothing. Like it, we mm-hmm. we have fun at, at conferences and we do uh, we we have good time that at midweek and stuff. But if it's really if if Christ isn't who He says He was, then this is all a waste of time. We should be spending our our weeknights doing something else. But but yeah. you know Jesus did raise rise from the dead and. Uh, man, there's I can honestly say on like Thursday nights and and on weekends during the summer, there's there's nowhere I'd rather be. Yeah, no, that's really sweet. Um, well, thank you so much, Luke, for joining us. Listeners, if you found this encouraging, 
please subscribe. Give us a rating on your podcast app. And also, don't waste your time. Get involved today in a campus ministry and especially one of their small groups.